you have a long span uh, of public service to the Jordanian people. And during your tenure as Prime Minister of Jordan, I'm interested to learn what were your primary objectives heading into that role? Did you have a central platform? Uh, yes, I think it would be the same platform as any prime minister of any country would have, which is to serve, uh, in our case, His Majesty our King, to serve our people, to improve the quality of their living, to provide them with the good services, to have good relations with the countries in our neighborhood and internationally, and to do everything we can that is possibly human to improve the quality of life of our people. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you had several terms in office, and so clearly in that time you would be able to get many resolutions accomplished. But I'm interested to hear what you are particularly proud of that you were able to achieve during your tenure. Is there kind of a singular mission or cause that you're really happy you contributed to? Yes, the mission, as I said, was to improve the living condition of our people and to improve our relations with our neighbors, uh, which, of course, will benefit the people of the country of uh, Jordan. And we did succeed in having good relations with all our neighbors. And, you know, as you know, Jordan is a rather poor country. We need the uh, political, economic, and financial support of all our friendly countries, special trade relations with them, and the coordination of policies that affect the future of the country. And I mm -hmm. believe we succeeded in doing all that. Right, right. And so during your time as Prime Minister, how would you characterize your experience governing and interacting alongside King Hussein? What kind of a dynamic or working relationship did you two maintain? Well, I had a very special uh, relationship with His Great Majesty. We grew up together. We went to the same schools, starting from the kindergarten, and then the elementary school, and then the secondary school at Victoria College in Cairo, in Egypt. And uh, the only time we did not study together is when he went to Sandhurst and I came to Harvard. And after graduation, I went back and I was in his service for all my life. So it was a relationship that extended for over a 60-year period. We were very close, and we had a very special relationship, and I'm uh, honored to have been able to serve him in the way that he wanted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, wow. And so I wanted to ask you, too, you know, bureaucracy can often be a slow-moving machine. And I'm curious to know, during your time as prime minister, were there aspects of governing that you found particularly frustrating at times or most challenging? Oh, yes, the challenges are continuous and uh, uh, the challenge every day in terms of what we're trying to do and the obstacles that we're uh, faced. So it's not easy to make with such a short interview a list of all the different challenges, but there were certainly many and uh, one has hopes, aspirations, objectives that one was going to reach and then be faced with the reality of the situation and the limitations that mm -hmm. any government would have. All right, right. And so Jordan has been a major non-NATO ally for the United States and the Middle East for 
more than two decades at this point. And I'm curious to hear, what is your outlook on U.S.-Jordanian bilateral relations in light of the current administrations in the two countries? What do you think each country is looking for from each other at this point? Well, uh, as you say, and, and, and correctly, so we have a very close relationship with the United States. We've had a close relationship for uh, decades. And on, on the bilateral level, we share a lot of uh, common objectives and interests. We appreciate the uh, financial support that we get from the United States, also the, the political uh, support. The only difference we have with the United States is the American position regarding the Palestinian problem. And we always said that the United States favored the Israeli position more than the Jordanian, Palestinian, or Arab position. But uh, apart from that, we have a very close working relationship with uh, the U.S., with NATO, and especially more recently in terms of fighting international uh, terrorism, extremism, and fanaticism in our region. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, relatedly, um, there's also Jordanian-Syrian relations, which is, I think, particularly topical at this point, considering the conflict ravaging Syria at the moment and Jordan's proximity to Syria. And recently, there's been kind of a strain, I understand, in, in relations there. But given your expertise, what do you think needs to happen here to alleviate that strain? Well, we had a very close relationship with uh, Syria, and uh, they are uh, uh, an important neighbor for Jordan. We've always had the best of relations. And then, unfortunately, over the last few, uh, four, mm-hmm. five, six years, they had the internal fighting, which involved a lot of regional powers. And Jordan tried to keep out of the fight itself, and we opened our doors to receiving Syrian refugees, we received over one and a half million Syrian refugees, which is about uh, a quarter of the population of our country, and they're still in Jordan. We're trying to help them in a humanitarian way as much as we can. Though I must say the international community is not doing what it should to help Jordan cope with all those Syrian refugees. Uh, the situation in Syria is really tragic. Uh, many cities were destroyed, hundreds of thousands of people were killed. Uh, many, many different countries, uh, foreign countries became involved. And we believe the only solution, as His Majesty keeps repeating, for Syria is a political solution and not a military one. And the Syrians have to get together and the foreign powers have to stop interfering and let the Syrian people agree amongst themselves for a political solution to make a new beginning and a new start and rebuilding their country. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so, finally, and broadly speaking, what do you see as the main challenges that Jordan faces in the upcoming decade? So, in general, what kind of critical areas do you think will require more concerted efforts and attention on the part of the Jordanian government? The, the basic government that we face now is an economic financial one. Uh, we have a large deficit in our budget, and we have a large amount of international uh, foreign uh, debt. Uh, the assistance that we used to get from the, some of the Arab countries has stopped coming because they're spending it on other wars and issues in the region. 
the main donor for uh, Jordan now is the United States, and I hope this will continue. Uh, and so now we're trying to uh, start a program of depending on ourselves completely, which is not easy, because uh, we have to review all the taxation system, all the, all the revenue for the government, and the priorities for spending it. So politically we have no problems, militarily we have no problems, the country is very safe and secure. The only challenge is the economic uh, financial one, which the government now is trying to cope with. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, thank you very much for this. was terrific. I love getting to hear about your work and your insight, and I know the students will really appreciate getting to hear this piece when we air it. So thank you again for doing this. Really appreciate it. You're your most welcome. But I, I have to add that during my tenure as uh, Prime Minister, I always felt that the preparation I received at Harvard enabled me to do my work as well as I would have wanted to.